Here's the situation. You find yourself in a foreign desert in a prison cell. A fella approaches the bars and he has some questions for you. Okay. <laughs> I'll go into more detail on it later when we get to it. It's just a teaser, right? I like it. Well, I'm Rush Howell. (laughs) I'm TJ Jagodowski. Uh, And this is Here's the Situation, a very real podcast about very hypothetical situations. And uh, TJ, this week's theme is myth, doubt, fire. Yep, you came up with that one. That's right. Well, I I based it on uh, one of my favorite Robin Williams movies, Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, uh, I, that's what I would have tracked it to. Yeah, but so these are going to be related to either myths or doubts uh, or uh, fire. I and, and I'll and I'll let you know that first one uh, related to uh, it's going to be a firing squad. Oh, okay. That's why you're in the prison cell in a in a in a oh, foreign well, desert. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I'm already intrigued. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited that I'm going to be asked some questions. Uh, but I will start. Uh, so here's the situation. Uh a good friend of yours All right. is arrested for armed robbery. Oh, boy. So it's a serious, serious offense. Mm-hmm. They say they're framed. They get indicted. Let's say it's like Shad Kunkel or somebody that we know that I would say I would never, ever believe Shad Kunkel would commit an armed robbery. Right. But if you think he would, pick somebody different in your mind. <laughs> Shad works. Okay. So you, you we would, have a friend named Shad Kunkel. That's, that's a real right. guy, real name. Real guy, real name. So let's say that uh, you know he commits, uh, or he is he is uh, indicted okay. for armed robbery, and then uh, he is convicted mm-hmm. beyond a reasonable doubt by a jury of his peers. Yep. Okay. At that point, how much doubt is in your mind as to whether or not your friend? Yeah. And again, let's not really make it about Shad, but it's your friend, but it, you know, whatever. The weird thing is with Shad is that I could see that happening to him and it just being lousy luck. Right. Yeah. He is that, you know, like, oh, a hot air balloon <laughs> fell on me. Right. You know, he, he is, yeah. if we knew someone that a hot air balloon would plunge out of the sky and hit in the noggin, yes. it would be, it would be Shad. That's right. I've, I've chosen a terrible example <laughs> because if any of our friends is going to get framed for armed robbery, it's Shad. But then also he knows that. So he may try to use that That's to get away true. with armed robbery. So let's pick somebody different. It won't be Shad, but it's, it's a, a friend you trust, uh, someone you never believe you. would do. Well, okay. It's me. Yep. All right. So I get indicted. Yep. Okay. And then... I am convicted mm-hmm. beyond a reasonable doubt mm-hmm. by a jury of my peers. At that point, how much doubt do you have as to whether or not I committed that armed robbery and why? About 8%. 8%? Yeah, about 8%. Um, I, cause then, you know, I'm going to say in my heart of hearts, I just don't think you would ever, ever do that. Right. Um, but I'm going to leave open, I guess, just a little bit of doubt of like maybe there was some insane circumstance, you know, some some outside monstrous pressure on you where you were compelled to do this by forces that you had nothing to do with, that it wasn't your idea. It wasn't your, you know, whatever. And I'm and I'm assuming I was not in the courtroom listening to all the details and stuff. So this would still be kind of a, yep. a possible theory in my, in my head. You're, you're presupposing where we're going to go, but yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, it would, it would be a, a little, I guess just a hint more than a shadow. And that's why I put it around, around 8%. But if I said 4%, 3%, then, you know, 
give I got a I got a uh you know margin of error of about five percent on sure. this, but it'd be under ten percent. Right. So you you still think ninety two percent that I did not do it. Correct. Even though I've been convicted. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And I guess that also belies my not necessarily extraordinary faith in our criminal justice system. No doubt about it yep. when you gave a ninety two eight like that. <laughs> um okay. So now assume same circumstances. Okay. Except you went to the trial. You said, I'm friends with Rush. I'm going to go support him. And during the trial, the following evidence is, is mm. uh, adduced at okay. trial. Uh, first, there is a photograph uh, of me uh, putting on a ski mask six blocks away okay. from the bank. And then the armed robber meets my physical description more or less exactly. What time of year is a it? ski mask. Uh, let's say it was in November. Okay. Potential ski mask time of year. Sure. Okay. Uh, I'm looking for, I'm looking for what's ways. your, what's your level of doubt at that point? <laughs> now you've seen, and then I get convicted yeah. based on that evidence. What's your, what are you at there? Uh, I've never known you to wear a ski mask. I don't think, uh, and we've had some temperatures here. I've seen you on days when it was below zero here. Right. And I've never known you to be a ski mask kind of guy. Right. Um you you're up you're up to about 30% there, I think. 30%. Okay. Yeah. Now let's say the ski mask is no longer on the table. That didn't that wasn't that wasn't in evidence. Okay. Instead, uh the weapon that was used mm-hmm. was a handgun. Ooh. Okay. Uh and one bullet was fired. Mm. Uh like a warning shot bullet. Okay. Shot at the ceiling. And they use ballistics to show that my hand has, has, according to their ballistics report, shot that gun before. What's your level of doubt at that point? Uh, man. And it didn't come up in the court proceeding that your gun had been stolen or anything, anything like that. Yeah. And you don't know me to have ever owned a gun. Rush, it's getting tough. It's getting tough to, uh, it's getting tough, man. Um, 49%? 49%? 49%. Just under. That. I'm just okay, under Okay, so half you're still going this. with me. I'm still going with but you, buddy. You, you're, you're my not, friend. You, yeah, if you're on the jury, which you, of course, wouldn't be allowed to be, yep. you wouldn't convict yet at that point. Uh, well, you're my buddy, dude. <laughs> yeah, you need, a, you need a real good explanation. I pick good people as my friends. Right. But I'm uh, pleading the fifth, right, because my lawyer is demanding that I plead the fifth. Okay. So then... You represent yourself? No, God, okay. no. In a criminal trial? All right. No. So uh, now take that away. There's yeah. no more ballistic uh, evidence, and the ski mask is gone. Gone, gone. Okay. But there is a video of the uh, armed robber. Uh, there is an uh, attack by a Samaritan who tries to stop the armed robbery Okay, uh, using, like, a hidden uh, knife. Okay. And uh, he cuts right above the elbow mm-hmm. of of the person, and let's say... Uh, I have, I show up with an injury that looks exactly the same. There's a, a long cut from mm-hmm. the my elbow, uh, you know, up almost to my shoulder. And uh, I have no alibi that I wasn't in this bank. And let's say it's in my neighborhood. What do you got there? Buddy, this, this is the most damning piece for me. This is, this is the most damning. Um, I'm, I'm at like 80%. I'm at like 80%. What if the blood is in there and they DNA tested and it's my blood? 94%. Okay. 
So you're going to convict at that point. I will. Okay. My friend. Now, I think we can all agree that on DNA testing, we would probably like, no matter the friend, we'd say, okay, that's it. Why was it, why did it matter to you that I had that, that injury? Why was that worse than the ballistic readout? Um, because, uh, I think you could have fired that gun in a different point. If you had, you know, if, if you had held that, held that gun at some point and then someone was like, well, I'm going to wear gloves. My, my fingerprints won't, won't appear on here that there would be a way to, to, to get that. Um, But, and, and honestly, the fact it was on like the back of the, like behind the, uh, above the elbow, behind the arm there, it's such a weird place to, to get cut that even if it was along the thumb or someplace that more incidentally, it seems, it's just such an odd spot that it seemed, it seemed the most damning of, of all of, of all of them, even pre DNA. Okay. It, it would, it would, the coincidence of that seems like that would just be tremendous. Yeah. I mean, the DNA is game over, but let, let's say now final question on this. Yeah. So what would be worse for you? The, that one thing that you found most damning other than DNA, which was the elbow cut, right? That exactly matches the injury that they have on tape mm-hmm. or three small things like, I was seen on a video camera a couple blocks away. Doesn't do much to um, me. Plus, um, I uh, my name uh, came up on a register of people that had gone into a Dick Sporting Goods looking for the exact type of gun that was used, but it's a fairly common type of gun. Mm-hmm. And I and I did it three weeks before the robbery. And number three, my name was also uh, I had rented a van, and. Uh, and I ended up um, not actually getting the van, but I had gone in to try to rent a van, and then that type of van was the sort of thing that was used for the getaway. So three separate things, all of which would be small. Does that add up more? Do you care more about the cumulative effect, or is it the one damning thing? The, the, yeah, I guess I would have to care more about the cumulative, uh, in the final run, the cumulative effect, all those together. Also, knowing you, it's like it's so it would feel so odd for you to have gone in to buy a gun. It would feel really odd for you to specifically go to rent a van without like a move coming or or anything like that. Um, if you were someone if you were, you know, another one of my friends who I was like, oh, no, I think that guy buys and might own guns. I think that guy rents cars and stuff. But speci- specifically with that being you, I would I think I would find the accumulate the uh, cumulative uh, evidence more more damning um although the exact injury is so gosh darn damning as well um but yeah i guess in that case i would be susceptible to the uh, accumulation of evidence good well this has been me testing you <laughs> for me to think about how to best present evidence at trials going forward so thank okay. you very much and how how uh, staunch i would be an advocate for your for your innocence if you ever decide well, to pull one of these it. off i know? would never commit an armed robbery let's <laughs> yeah. just be clear about that there's no circumstance where that's coming up rush i would like uh for for my first one to combine myth and doubt i love it all right so here's the situation uh i'm going to i hear the bell in my head now there's because we don't do the bell here, right? We didn't know that. Nate puts we, the bell we put in. that in post. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> so much of this is just added effects. Yeah, and you and know, it's a like, very famous song that, uh, that we take that bell noise from. So it's a hundred dollars oh, every time, every single time, because we have to pay the royalties on that very famous yeah. song. So I, I heard, I heard Nate put that in. You know, uh, in my head now. I, yeah. I left room for it. I think. Yeah, good. So uh, hey, hey, Nate, get ready on that bell. Here's the situation. 
I'm going to make some statements that relate to myths, urban myths, legends, conspiracies. Okay. And I'd like you to place these statements on a doubt scale. Okay. 100 being um, you have absolute doubt that this is true. And zero being there is no doubt in your mind as to the veracity of these statements. Understood. Cool. uh, High number means high doubt. Low number is low doubt. You got it. Got it. All right. The first one, Rush. At least one of these creatures is real or some creature very much similar to these creatures is real. Yep. Nessie, Bigfoot, Yeti, Sea Monster, Mothman, the Chupacabra, or anything of those those ilks. So I got them all. If all any of one of them exists. Yep. Because I'm the, like... The, the regional monsters like I'm Mothman a, and Slenderman or whatever yeah. those other ones are. I mean, I'm a hard 100 on several of those. Mm-hmm. For instance, the Loch Ness Monster. I am a hard 100 on that. Uh, but overall, I mean, there's a chance that uh, one or more of those are something... I mean, when you say something similar, you know... Uh, I guess I'm at like a 75 on that. Maybe there's some, I don't even know what the Chupacabra is exactly. So there might be something that's kind of close to that. I don't believe I'm, I'm you know, really high nineties on Bigfoot mm-hmm. hundred on like sea monsters. I'm always in an argument with Craig Euler and Jim Carlson. Euler says that there are sea monsters that are larger than a great blue whale <laughs> that are down there. And he just guarantees it. And then and not a giant squid. Like a, yeah. Like- so the rules are it can't be a giant squid. Okay. We all know about the giant squid. Right. It's got to be an undetermined, und- never before seen sea monster bigger than a great blue whale. A kraken, a kraken. Yeah, a kraken like okay. thing. And Jim Carlson's got nothing to do with this. Not a damn thing to do with this. And and does nothing but taunt me by sending me, just because he knows it'll make me angry, these like these news clips about like uh kind of minor mystery mystery boat yeah, it's boat just, capsizing yeah it, no and it wouldn't it would be like monster from the deep and it's always like a small giant squid you know or like a, a type of whale that we know about or a shark that we already know about and i'm like god damn it jim this, this is not you know it doesn't qualify but then euler's always going to jump onto that our friends craig euler and jim carlson who uh anyway they enjoy like messing with me on that so i'm um, sorry which of these rush has you coming in at which which do you find most likely then well what's a chupacabra i don't even know what that is chupacabra as near as i can as near as i can recall is almost like a like mexican wolf man yeah i I, I don't know that doesn't (laughs) seem right either i I don't don't know i mean i don't think there's like a yeti uh i I just think or a texas border town wolf-esque yeah uh no i don't think there's any wolf man okay out there (laughs) But there could be like a really hairy dude, you know. I mean, I think there's like these <laughs> can be, be explained, really dude. Yeah. Oh, there's definitely really hairy dudes. Right. I'm yeah. just saying. I'm giving the explanation <laughs> for why these things. But like, I don't know. Maybe there's like a huge dude who's like a hairy forest guy. But I, I just don't. Anyway, I, I don't. There's not one of them that I would be above. You know. Okay. Below ninety on. How about one of these people were alive after they were believed to be dead? Okay. Jim Morrison, Elvis Presley, Andy Kaufman, Hitler, and the Ilk. Yeah, Hitler 100. Um, I, see, Andy Kaufman would be the one that would drive. I, I'm going to say like 35. Like, I think more likely than not, one of those four people didn't die when they said they died. And and that's because I think Andy Kaufman's like a 50 50. Wow. That surprises me. Well, I mean, it's Andy Kaufman. I hear you. You know, that's his thing. But what's he waiting for? Well, I think maybe he just wanted to get off the grid like he had had it. Had and he's enough. dead now or still alive? Oh, yes. Dead okay. now. I'm just saying. Didn't die when they said that, that when when we believe them to have died, and it's 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 all Andy Kaufman. Okay, Elvis Presley. I'm at like ninety six. He's blowing the bell curve. Yeah, on his- correct. 
All right, Rush. Like Tupac, if you put him in there, he, oh, would, yeah, he, would, he would drive it down a little bit, okay. too. Okay. Because I think that's like an 88, I'd be. There are aliens, alien remains, spaceship, or alien crash debris at Area 51. Also, aliens have visited the Earth or the Earth's atmosphere, and their ships have been sighted. So I'm a 99 on Area 51. Don't okay. believe any of that stuff. Uh, I'd be more like a... I don't know. I guess I'd be like a... Oh, 85. Um, I, I, I just... It would surprise me that, there, you know, this like alien probes or whatever. I, I don't believe it. Okay. Does... the does, Are you brought down to the 85 by the possibility of like UFO sightings? Oh, Is yeah. Like- and, I mean, the planet's been around a, a lot of years. I hear you. I, I, if you said... Is there life in outer space? I'd be like three. This Five. this is this is the one that for me is the most is the lowest on my doubt scale. That okay. That's for for me personally. Uh, and the last one, Rush, of the known uh, of the known religions, there is one that is correct, one or more that is correct in its most miraculous aspects. I.e., Moses parted the Red Sea, Buddha achieved total enlightenment, Christ ascended whole to heaven, Poseidon rules from under the sea. Yeah, I mean, in terms of like literalist on any of that sort of stuff, with its you know kind of like most out there mm-hmm. things, most like, miraculous like no- Noah's Ark to yep. me would be the hardest story to believe in all of the Bible. I mean, that one is come on, a guy found two of every single animal, yeah. and put them on Ark. So and I'm the gonna, world was the I, Earth was covered in in a great flood. Yeah, so I, I'm gonna I don't know 199. Okay, don't don't believe. I'm not familiar with the most aggressive um, kind of. Uh, parables and stories and from other religions. So it could be that one is just like real down the middle and mm-hmm. it's like Rush, you're, their most miraculous <laughs> thing is like a, a guy like, you know, held his breath for three minutes. So <gasps> anyway, but I looked up a few of them and, and uh, there are, there aren't as many, it seemed in, in Hinduism, I think um, the, there were a few in the Muslim religion. Judaism had to share Christianity by far has the most. Well, the most miracles. Well, come on, what about yeah. um, uh, the the Greek gods? Yeah, I hear you. That whole thing. Is, right. Yeah, that whole thing's pretty miraculous from from the start. Was there a real Mount Olympus? I didn't. I didn't look that up. Was there an actual Mount? Yeah, called? I believe there's a Mount there is. Olympus. Okay. Yeah. Didn't anyone In go Greece. to the top of that thing? Well, they you know the the gods had left by then. Huh. I don't know. I, I'm not too worried about that one being <laughs> accurate. Um, <laughs> You didn't just worry about incurring the wrath of one of these one of these gods by denying their yeah, their miraculous well, nature. Well, I mean, I apologize. Uh, I'm and gonna that, come. That's the one percent. That yeah, that's right. <laughs> Cover, yeah, covering I, your ass on that one percent. Gotta cover my bases, TJ. Uh, I'm gonna come back to uh, to Greek gods at a later point, All but right, um, uh, for now, I want to do uh, one that's a little uh, a little different. Um, this is, it kind of combines myth and doubt and fire in a way, and then is also not related to any of them. Okay. But it is, I, I'm going to use some listener questions. Oh. Okay. Uh, because listeners send us actually quite a few questions lately. There's been a ton of people with ton last of, names in the first half of the alphabet. I, I know. I, I was, we can talk about that offline, but I think we can change the rules where I take maybe the first 12 letters. But it, so, you know. Is that just the way it is in the world? I don't know. Oh, that would surprise me, but. But anyway, it, it, it I've had way more of them come in. You were going to tell people how we divvy these, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I, if you email here's the situation podcast at gmail.com, we will read it, and we we get a lot of these suggestions, and so we're trying to use uh, some of them. We we we're unlikely to get to all of them, but um, 
we, we use some of them, but the way that we break it up is we, we have the same, this email is monitored by TJ and I. And so if your last name is like a through L or whatever the first 13 letters are, I read it. And if it's M through Z, TJ reads it. And so far we've had like way more a through L's than yeah. uh, M through Z's. So, uh, but anyway, I mean, some people doubt, that we uh, actually are going to use the listeners' comments. Oh, no. They say it's a myth that we'll do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and, <laughs> oh, and fire a few of you, them out. That's how you got it? Well, it doesn't have to be. People, it doesn't even have to tie People doubt thing. it? Yeah, that's, that, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> okay, so these are going to be like some kind of um, some quick hitters, and then I'll tell you uh, who they're from. Rush, so, fire away. Okay. Uh, so uh, here's the situation, and this is from Tom Kilmer. Uh, you can break up one super team. It could be a band. It could be a sports team. It could be a company or conglomerate. It can be a comic book crew. Anything you want, you can break up one super team, stop them from ever forming. Which one do you pick? Maybe the Fantastic Four. <laughs> and why is that? I th- they're so lame. That of of like I think of all the. I'm trying to put them in, in my head right now. Of all the like superhero groups. They're the lamest, and I think if you break them up, they're so lame that they don't even fight crime individually. Yeah, that could well be. I I, I haven't read any uh, like special there's, comics for any of those. There's a four. dude who can stretch. Right. The lady goes invisible. The thing. The thing's kind of hulky. Maybe maybe Ben Grimm does his does his thing on his yeah. own. And then the other one, I think, uh, like I think when I saw it, it was the, like the Human Torch, maybe. But it that. Maybe off the top of my head, break up the Fantastic Four. Would you or did, Kiss? Just because <laughs> right. you know, because you, you know, I got like beef with. You're not I a big Kiss. I got beef with Kiss. <laughs> right, but you did just call him a super group, so you at least uh, have won him over a little well, bit. Well, if you if you go music super groups, they're never together all that long anyway, because yeah. those are like that's like Blind Faith and. Um, Whatever them crooked bus, bu- buzzards or whatever yeah. vultures, them crooked vultures or whatever, like they hardly ever stay together for for any amount of time. Let me ask you: Would you did you enjoy the Incredibles? Uh, man, I saw it once way back when. I think it was fine. Okay, yeah, because a lot of people say that the Incredibles ripped off the Fantastic Four. Oh, like okay. they have very similar uh, superpowers across them. Okay, uh, so like I said, quick hitters here. Yep. Uh, here's the situation. Okay. Um, you are born into a large family, and you can choose your birth order. What do you choose? Do you Boy. want to be oldest, middle kid, youngest kid? How many kids would there be? What number are you? I I was I was born I was born the oldest of three, um, so I I'm not gonna pick I'm not gonna pick the oldest um, because I've done that and. Usually you're you're the most afraid about breaking rules. You're the most like by the book, and yeah, I think you walk around with a lot of uh, you know like perfection issues. And and whether it's real or not, you you have the responsibility in your mind of being like a good older brother and 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 you know or older sister. Um, so I would probably pick ladder in the pack. Um, and if that's from the family that that I think it's from, is that from a Burke? I, I was holding it back. I was holding it back, but you have correctly answered it. This is from Stephen Burke. Steve Stevie Burke. So I, I went out with Stevie's sister Teresa in high school. Okay. Teresa was the fifth Sister Teresa. Sister, okay. yep. Was the fifth of fifteen. Wow. Billy, Angela, uh Chris, Maggie, Teresa, Timmy, Stephen, Jeffrey. Oh, I missed Jennifer. Uh, 
Mariah, Rachel, Maggie, no, Maggie, hold on, Lizzo, Andrew, um, hmm, oh, I'm missing one of the, I'm missing, oh, Sarah, and Andrew, and, oh, it's a, it's a beautiful boy, I'm missing Patrick. I think those are all 15. If not, I know all 15. Yeah. Teresa was the fifth of 15. I would pick somewhere around Steven's spot or later, maybe like Rachel or Sarah's position, kind of later in the pack. Rules have been right. broken. Mistakes have been made. Um, I have like surrogate parents now. My oldest brother and sister are kind of like right. surrogate parents, but I got older brothers and I still have some younger siblings. I'd probably go in the, in the, in the Sarah spot or the, the Rachel spot. So Stephen also wanted to know, would you like all of your <laughs> brothers and sisters to have the same initials? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Um, again, I've, I, again I've, I've done that. I've done that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah that's why he um, has. And with, and with a larger family that I'm imagining, it's going to, you're near, near where I am in the running order. I'm going to get a real bottom of the bucket name because I'll have the like, 13, 11th most popular J name that, you know, so, so I'm looking at a, you know, a, a Josiah at that point. Right. And so a shout each out of to your the brothers Burks, are TJJ. Yep. Yep. Uh, Troy, Jeremy, Todd, Jeffrey, and I'm Thomas James. Yep. Um, but a shout out to the Burks. They have been some of our staunchest advocates, uh, straight out of Holyoke, Massachusetts and now, you know, parts, other parts of the world. But Chris has been a really supportive. Jeffrey, Stephen have all been really supportive of, of this. Love it. Um, I'm going to answer that one too, just cause I was Please. so interested in it. So I, I would either take what I am or close to what I am. I'm the oldest of two. I'd love to be the oldest of two or three. I've liked it. I think, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a fan. However, I think if I could pick anything kind of, um, you know, pie in the sky, I might do, I have three older sisters and one younger brother. All and right. my thesis on that is I, I like having a younger brother. Uh, you know, I want somebody to like playing the same leagues and stuff as me or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it would have helped me in, in life in certain ways to have three older sisters uh -huh. where I could have really probably learned more about women. And uh, and I, I just think that would have been like yeah. tremendous. I'm always like kind of jealous of people that have multiple uh, older sisters because I hear you. they know what to, they know how to do it. I love, I, you know, absolutely loved having a couple of brothers. There was always someone to play ball with and rough house with, but I, I think I would have been benefited without a doubt by a sibling, the, the female perspective of a sibling on yeah. stuff. Or I do not a, a woman to talk to that, you know, uh, of things about things that confused me. Yeah. I don't want an older brother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to hell with them. I can, I can tell you from my, from my brother's experience, they didn't enjoy it either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, final uh, one from a reader here. Uh, so here's the situation. A reader. Yeah. A listener. <laughs> well, they, they, they read, they you read sure my did? response right. email where I said, I'll try to get that one in. Uh, and this, this one came from Josh Bowen. Uh, you, uh, a magician says, I'm going to teleport you somewhere on earth. Okay. You, I guarantee you only the following. I will land you somewhere safe where you have at least four feet of room around you. Okay. And you can teleport with stuff within that four foot radius and take it with you. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to teleport you underwater into a pottery kiln or up into, you know, space. Okay. Um, but it's going to be somewhere on earth and you're going to have to make your way back with no money to your name. Ooh. He didn't have that, but I added that part because okay. I liked it. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
What do you bring with you to survive and make the trip back? Oh, and you only have two weeks to get back to your home in Chicago, Illinois. Regardless of where I am Correct. on Earth. Yep. What do I bring with me? Yep. Uh, my phone. I'm going to need a lot of help with this. Yep. Uh, and I think I can get my hands on some Scratch if I call... If I call a couple of folks, okay. I think I get access to Scratch. Do you want to remove that from my possibility? Yep, I'm going to take your phone away. <laughs> this is like, think about survival. Think there's no... And I'm alone. In that four foot, I can't alone. bring someone else. You know, I can't bring somebody else. And what a terrible thing to do to that person. What about a dog? Yeah, you can bring a dog. I think I can raise some money if I, if I sit on a corner <laughs> with my dog. A dog and a hat, then I'm going to bring a hat. I like you just, no matter what, you're figuring out how to get on a plane. <laughs> trying to, I got to get some scratch. I got to eat, man. I got two weeks. I, I'm going to, you know, if, if I got four foot by four foot, 16 square foot is a decent amount of room. I can bring, I, I can bring a circle. Like, so it's going to be four times, uh, what's the service? Four times pi. Is that right? Mm, over wrong. something. Anyway, yeah. I, I got to bring some, I got to bring some grub because I'm going to need some food, you know, that day one. I don't want to resort to shoplifting until I really have to, um, but I think I think theft is going to be is going to be involved in this at some mm-hmm. point. Um, I'm going to bring a hat so I can keep the sun off my face. Good move, all right? Because who knows if I'm in the middle of the desert, I'm in trouble. What clothes you got? Um, uh, light pants, light light pa- light pants, uh, waterproof a waterproof uh, boot, um, uh, a hat, uh, a t-shirt, and a light. And a light coat. If I drop somewhere cold, I'm I'm screwed. Well, uh, why can't you just bring all that too? And because then I got to carry all this crap. You don't have. You leave it all in the spot. All right, then I bring a park. I bring all my wardrobe. I, I would bring. I would bring enough to go from desert to polar conditions. Good lord, that's a lot of stuff. We're yeah, well, we're already that, carrying a lot of stuff. Yeah, but that's. I mean, that's essential. Like the 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 boots are a- absolutely critical. Yeah, you'll definitely die if you. Don't keep good care of your feet. A big ass knife. Okay, you know, just in case, like you run into like a I Paul, might have to Paul Dundee cut recreation. stuff down. You know, I might have to <laughs> or somebody defend pull, myself. Pulls a smaller knife and yeah. you get to show them up. Yeah, just so I can do the bit. Yeah, just for the bit. But like a machete, a fire starter, um, uh, a pot, a bunch of duct tape, uh, rope, um, hmm. A note, a, like a notebook, and okay. something to write with. Um, and just even if I, because even if I get dropped in the middle of like Berlin, I'm gonna have to, you know, might need to write out a sign. Yep, good um, idea. Hmm. Man, this is tough. I Maybe like. I love the idea that you get like world? five minutes to to write out what you're gonna take, and right. then you get like then twenty you minutes to pack assemble. it, and then you go. That would be pretty interesting. Yeah, some loaves of bread. I don't want anything in cans, but I need some non-perishables. Mm, nuts, a bunch of cashews. Beef jerky. I guess. I'd take like some of that beef yeah, jerky. It's so dried out though. Yeah, but it can. I think it can carry a bit. Yeah, I'll take just beef, just roast beef, and then I'll worry about getting my hands on more <laughs> as the time goes. Okay. This that ain't easy, man. No, getting dropped anywhere in the world. And then the best is uh, if you get shot to like. You know, three blocks <laughs> from here, and I got all my shit that I got. Now I just have to walk back and forth, bringing all that stuff home. <laughs> right. All, all right. right, Rush. Here's the situation. Uh, this is born out of fire. You are given, if you want it, the ability to make a flame about the size that a lighter produces jump from your index finger. Okay. Okay. But to keep that from happening, you need to wear a finger condom all the time. You don't want that to happen. Okay. Do you take that? Do you take that ability? No. 
Okay. Absolutely not. Me neither. What if I was to say you could create a flame up to three feet, but you would have to wear a glove? No, still don't want to do that. Okay. How about a flame up to 100 feet, but you have to wear a full arm cast from your shoulder to your wrist? I'll go so far as to say, I if you give me the 100-foot flame and I have to wear that finger condom, I'm already out on that. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah. Because now it's turning into a more useful, a, a more useful pr- um, property, perhaps a more useful item. You know. Yeah, I, but I would, I will say this: in the last, oh, I don't know, forty-two years. I'm forty-two years old. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I can come up with. I would have to think hard to come up with three circumstances in which I needed to create fire. Mm-hmm. And it was, I, I can't come up, I guarantee you I can't come up with one where I, I couldn't do it. Yep. And that was like a big problem. But where it was such a pain in the butt that I, I really wish that I, you know, just had the finger thing just to do it. Now, it would be nice for, uh, hey, you know, like starting a fire takes a, a few minutes in, mm-hmm. in like my fireplace at my parents' home or something like that. But I kind of enjoy the almost yeah. every time, like if I'm out grilling, which I don't do that often, but if I, I kind of enjoy the process of like building and creating the fire, and then usually it's very, very easy to do. Let me let me ask you this. So all the same, all the same parameters apply. Those three, the three, the three um, ranges and requirements yes. to turn it off. Got it. Would it be different for you if instead of uh, instead of fire, it was any of these water, lightning? Light or wind? Hmm. Interesting. Uh, water is the one that comes to. Whew. But again, like I, I mean, it's you know. Fortunately, I can always just get water mm-hmm. when I want to get water. I I think it would all of those things would be interesting. Like I, I think if if I didn't have to wear any glove and you made me like rank them. Because I'm going to say no. I mean, I don't... The lightning, I mean, what what am I going to do with that? I might be able to... I think we had a scenario one time where I had to, like, start up a TV. So oh, yeah. Maybe I could <laughs> Maybe I could have gotten out of that and the biker gang wouldn't kill me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I got to say wind would be pro- probably number one there for me because... Really? Yeah, I just think I... I like a finger fan in case you were warm? Or? But this is like a like a hard blast yeah. of wind because like I think it would be really fun to uh, first of all the practical jokes would be amazing <laughs> like way better than the you know the other ones are just death but the practical jokes with wind would be incredible and then secondly I think I would like really get into like sailing and you know cheat a little bit with uh, the wind finger which would blow your own boat yeah wow. Yeah, I think, I mean, there, I don't, you know, we're going to talk about cheating on our next episode and, you know, I, I don't know. But uh, I, I think, I honestly think that's the one I would I would choose because I don't want the lightning. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, the fire doesn't come up enough. Um, the water is, is too easy for me to get. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, light. Ooh, that's pretty helpful. That's pretty helpful. Uh, ooh. yeah, maybe, maybe if I didn't have to, I, I'm not even going to wear the little finger kind of leave it on. light, but if I, if I, I might put light ahead of wind, I might go light, wind, water, fire, lightning. Okay. The only ones that tempted me, um, one I would definitely take one I would, but the only, the, the other ones that tempted me were like, 
Oh, wind the size of my finger might be nice on like a, you know, like a hot day to have like a little and reading at night and not disturbing someone else, having a light come out of my finger Mm -hmm. and being able being able to read. But I think in the end, I'm too put off by the finger condom to to have those minor conveniences, you know, because like I can fight. I can find light. I can get a little fan. Um, The one I would take. And this is probably I tend to think of this world as going down the tubes awfully fast um that i would do the water thing yep. and kind of be uh you know like become my own humanitarian cause uh, and go to places that are you know already um having a hard time with um with fresh water and potable water and and do, and do that just fill up tanks and tanks and tanks and i would probably do the glove yeah. part and just be willing to well, put see, in now the time. you're making me feel bad right because now you're saying now, now it's a different hypo than I was thinking of, and and you you went to a more selfless thought than I did. I was just kind of thinking about, oh, is it neat for me? What do I do with this stuff? But I, I guess if the hypo is, would you take this ability to create water? Right. I guess I would say, okay, well, shit. You seem you know, so bummed out that I. Yeah, I hate it. I mean, I absolutely hate it. <laughs> you said, I wish I wish people could see your face because you look yeah. really just pissed off now that now you have a big a big freaking damn water hand and now you gotta go do something no but you're right i mean i have to go move to africa (laughs) right like i mean how am i gonna how am i gonna not do that when i have the ability single-handedly to like save villages Mm -hmm. and by the way i'm probably gonna get murdered because it's a supernatural weird power and people are gonna want i mean it's like you are guaranteeing me a, a quick death i feel like from from are they going to cut your hand off and dry dry your hand and use it as a yeah there's something weird's going to happen with the guy that can walk around and create miracles like have we learned nothing from <laughs> that in the past you know the goose like, with the golden egg and yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. jesus made it to 33 like you know you're not getting far you don't believe that that happened pal i didn't i said i don't believe that you don't believe that you don't believe but i left that open to any religion in its most miraculous sense so the multiplication of the fishes and all that stuff would all have been in there, and I think you gave that a ninety-nine. No, no, no. no but you, I, I, well, I didn't understand the question exactly. <laughs> I thought you had to take the most miraculous thing from each of the religions and say, but in any case, I think that I would. I mean, you're you're really you're really slapping me with a with a death sentence and a serious responsibility. But I guess I would well, have to. I guess I would have to say yes. Passed on. Okay, so you are taking taking the opportunity to be a modern day Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you think that's, you think awful, awful lot of yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how I'm looking at it. And I'm not going to take the finger version. I'm going to take the full glove that I can shoot a hundred foot like fire you. hydrant good water for shot. you, buddy. Oh my god, brutal. All right. <laughs> okay, TJ. Here's yeah. the situation. Love it. Uh, you are tasked by a uh, naming society who. Uh, came up with the name for the Greek gods after you already had the Roman gods or okay. vice versa. I don't care which one came first. But you know how, uh, of course, the Greek mm-hmm. gods all have Roman names and vice versa. So it's either Zeus or Jupiter and so forth and so on. And so in the same vein, you were invited to come up with your own nicknames for several sports teams that oh. aren't their actual nickname. Okay. Okay. So instead of... If the Knicks were the Roman... If the, that was the Roman name, then I would be giving the Greek name for the Knicks. Exactly. And you okay. can pick anything you want, but you're you're just going to get to have your own separate set of All right. names All right. for these various sports teams. So, like, if it's the Atlanta Braves and you're like, I want the Atlanta traffic, 
okay. you know, you're allowed to do it. Or if you're like, no, I don't want it like a jokey thing like that. I want the Atlanta, uh, you know, uh, peaches or whatever you can, you, however you want to do it, you can do it totally up to you. Um, I, I'll give the ones that I came up with for these as well, mm. but this is the Greek God sport team names. I'm going to call it. I like it. Okay. The first is the St. Louis Cardinals. What would you like to call the St. Louis Cardinals? Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals would be the Arches. Okay, nice. Uh, and self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. I went with the St. Louis Stickmen. Okay. Uh, sounds a little silly to call baseball players the Stickmen, but mm-hmm. I like it, uh, the the play on words with the croupiers okay. because they do have riverboat gambling yeah. in there. And I kind of well, like Stickmen is like swing a... Swing some sticks. Uh, yeah. A, yeah they'll, refer to ba- they'll refer to bats as grab your sticks. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that. And I like the alliteration. Uh, I like that one a lot, actually. Yeah. I th- well, I do have a petition in with the uh, city of St. Louis. <laughs> the only the only thing is it does make them seem like easily breakable and, you know, like they're... Yeah, you know, that's true. Yeah. It may not be within the spirit of St. Louis. <laughs> um, okay, nice. so... Nice. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia... Um, the Philly Hoagies. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I'm going a little on the nose here. That's you fine. Know, you, but, you, yeah. You've only been given like five seconds yeah. by this oh, guy. Oh, no, the Philly Blunts. Okay. That'd be good. Right, the so Philly what, Blunts. Right, I like and, that. Uh, okay. And, wh- and what, what is, what's the connotation there that you like? Oh, Blunts, bro. <laughs> um, Why do you associate with Philadelphia? <laughs> uh, well, I just, from the, from, the, uh, from the little cigars that you roll. Right. That you, but, um, but I like the, the kind of connotation of the blunt force of, yeah. you know, football team That's or what whatever. And, and it kind of rolls off the tongue, the Philly right. Blunts. Right. Like, yeah. we know that those, uh, that, you know, you can find them in the convenience store, the yep. Philly Blunts. But I kind of like that, you know, blunt edge. Too. Yeah. I'm not even giving it mine. It could to, also work for the Flyers, mine's too. Mine's worse. If it was, you know, if they, were, if they were renaming the Flyers, the Philly Blunts would be good. I'm going to exercise my option not to say the one I had thought. Okay. Okay. Uh, L.A. Lakers. Uh, the L.A. Um, p- Puffballs. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm going to give you a few that I know. You How about just, the L.A. Facades? You just that might like be em. nice. The, the L.A. Facades. <laughs> the L.A. Phonies. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's good. Uh, Miami Marlins. Oh, uh, the Miami Wastes of Time. Okay. They, uh, the Miami, let's see, the, the Miami... Uh, the Miami soap bubbles. I would call okay. them Miami soap bubbles. I'm going with the Miami Slytherin. <laughs> so I'm just taking a, a well-known like name of evil, <laughs> attaching it to them because number one, I think there's like a fair amount of like snakes and lizards and stuff down sure, in Florida. Sure. And secondly, like I just don't like how they operate their franchise. Yeah. Like they bought a couple World Series and then sold them right yeah. off. And then what Derek Jeter is doing is disgraceful. I, I actually have a new one. It, it's it's Miami uh, Miami Seafoam. I think it's Ooh. regionally appropriate, and also that they just kind of blow away. They'll yeah. they'll be there, and then they'll just be absolutely gone. They're easily beatable, movable, pushoverable, whatever it is. The Miami Sea Foam. That's that's great. Plus, they could wear the Sea Foam green mm-hmm. as part of their absolutely. uniform. That one's good. I like it. And finally, I'll I'll give you the opportunity uh, to give a name. You're gonna put one right in my wheelhouse. Well, here? I think so. The New York Yankees. Um, yes, uh, Devils were already taken by New Jersey. <laughs> Um, Beth and I around the house, and we're not the only ones who do it. We call them the Stankies. I might, I might just go straight up, like where maybe one of those Roman Greeks are pretty close to to each other's to each other's names. Yeah. Uh, uh, I might just, I might just officially change the name to the Stankies. Okay, uh, I like it. I went with Subway Rats. <laughs> yeah, now Pizza I, rat? I knew you Is that would what have a lot them? of fun. Pizza Rat on the, on the Yankee. You're not a big Yankees fan. I, I fair to say, I can't be. 
Right. No, I, I'm not either. Uh, they, they tortured the Braves during my like formative years. Um, I went with the Gotham Jokers. Okay. Nice. So I changed it from New York to Gotham, which I, I just think is a cool sounding yeah. name generally. And then I put in the Jokers. So mm-hmm. it's not just overtly mean. It's a little like your seafoam thing with Miami where, uh, Obviously, he's a villain. He's a terrible character. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's kind of like fun as well. You could do some stuff with it. So it's it's a little, you know, it's a little bit of a wink yeah. instead of just being like the I'll, New York, uh, you know, evil empire. I'll be I'll be less mean. The the New York sidewalk garbage. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> How about the New York hot August garbage <laughs> smell? <laughs> All right, Rush. This the the theme of this episode is myth, doubt, fire. Correct. With that said, here's the situation. Yeah. You are hired as an accented male nanny for a family with children. <laughs> Try, trying your hardest. How long can you hold the job? And what aspect of the job or the false identity will be the most difficult for you to maintain? Okay. I don't normally do this, but I got to read you the one. <laughs> no, you did This didn't. one that I had. <laughs> And then I'll answer yours. Okay. Also, also on the concept of myth, doubt, and fire, I said, your friend is separated from her husband, but may still have feelings for him. You visit her, and they have a new, and they have a new nanny who is very, very obviously to you, the separated husband in drag. Your friend and her kids seem totally oblivious, despite you giving a few odd and knowing looks. They say this is their new housekeeper, Mrs. Hambiguity. <laughs> Again, she says this without irony. The separated husband in drag is being wonderful to the family. Do you tell your friend? <laughs> so uh, we both we both uh, had our own take on myth, doubt, fire. Uh, how long could I hold it together? Yeah, uh, you know, and I, you get to be male. I, I don't want to mess with you having to go through a, a huge amount of prosthetics and and all of that. Right. So, but the first time you present yourself, you do so with an accent, and you also have to take care of the actual nannying duties of uh, of the children. And do I know this family? Um, let's say you do not. Okay, and like, what is my motivation for doing this uh let's say you just needed the work okay so like i'm i'm out of my luck and how long can i fake an accent and handle nanny duties for children yep and what yeah and what do you think if you can foresee your downfall what do you think would be the most difficult aspect to maintain and what might end up being the thing that that uh, blows the gig for you so if i blow my cover i'm fired right like they think they've got like a proper trained English butler or whatever. Would it be English? Is that what you would pick? Yeah, I would definitely pick English. Okay. Um, I mean, I think I could make it like an hour. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I don't have kids. I don't know what I'm doing. Like I, I'm always terrified when I go over to my friend's houses anyway with their children. You know, like, I mean, I love it. All, everybody's kids are terrific. But like if left to my own devices, you know, I'm not sure I could make it like a weekend. Yeah. I guess I probably could. So the actual child care would be the part of it that, that blows it for you. See, I, th- I think I would just be giving it away left and right. Okay. Like, I think I would, um, I, I would, I would, I would not be a capable, uh, kind of servant around the home. Mm-hmm. I would make like, I would make some, uh, y- you know, juvenile mistakes, mm-hmm. some obvious errors, like, you know, there would just be something where I would clean the bathroom with the 
you know, with, with the glass cleaner instead of the counter cleaner or something. And they'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, like, you just say, uh, oh, this is how we do it in jolly old England. Right, right. I would know? get away this with is, it like two This is times. how we do it in Manchester. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, look, fool me once, right? <laughs> and then fool me twice. They're not going to let that happen. So I'll, I'll make multiple mistakes on that front. Secondly, like, I, I think I'll have like a panic attack at some point with, you know, it's two kids. Yeah, sure. So I think I'm going to struggle to, I'll, I'll just make some, it'll become clear very quickly that I don't have a ton of training uh, with children. Gotcha. Uh, like, for instance, I, I don't think I've changed a diaper in probably 20 years. Yep. So, like, if I had to, on day one, if there was a, a toddler and I had to change a diaper, I'm already discovered. Yeah. Because I'd be like, oh, yeah, how do you do this? I mean, come on. The, this nanny has got to know how to do that. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't, I'm not great with accents. Mm-hmm. So I think my accent's gonna gonna pop, yep. you know, right out of there pretty quick. Like they're gonna be like, "Wait, are you Australian?" Uh-huh. Or like, "There's a lot of different areas of England, and you seem to <laughs> speak like in different <laughs> ones of them uh, at different times." So, uh, I mean, at the outer edge, I get fired within sixty hours. Okay, at wow. the outer edge. Yeah, how long do you think you could make? Years. Really? Years. Yeah. I yeah, love and this. I would pick I would, like I would, I would like pick to like this Austria. That I was from. I was thinking about this and like, and I'm not great with accents either, but if I could get a halfway decent, like Austrian accent, and I think I could get a general German Austrian accent, yeah. then like so few people would know like, that's great. Well, idea. that doesn't sound like you're, that's not the Tyrolia region that you said, but there's right. so many people who have been to England or, or are English and would know like, really you're from Manchester? Good point. Because that sounds so like your accent's. London or your accent, you know, like that the regional, I'd be outed on that. And I think what I, what would out me, I think I'd be able to futz through the actual caring of children. And I'm sure every parent who's listening to this is just rolling their eyes and saying, no, you freaking couldn't. Right. Um, But I think I could be like, you know, a little bit of like, so how does mommy usually do this? You know, like, (laughs) like, oh, mommy uses that. Like, okay, (laughs) then we'll use that. Um, uh, But I think the, the eventually the lies would would catch up with me sure. of like well you said this you know you said you went to there for two years yeah, so that like you'd international do... travel would be a hell yeah. of a problem for you yeah you'd have to con- continue <laughs> dodging international travel <laughs> since you wouldn't have a passport uh you know you wouldn't be able to authenticate in any way mm-hmm. that you're from austria uh you are you did what you did was way smarter than me in terms of like the accent and everything <laughs> i i in my defense I was so sure I would blow it in every other way that I wasn't all that worried about it. But you're right. I mean, I, I should pick like, you know, like Romanian or something and just take a little bit of time because who's who's going to call you on yeah. it exactly? And so few people and then be would like, know. Oh, like, I can't go not... back. I can't go. Or, you know, pick some like Herzegovina or something where I'm right. like, well, I'm not going back to, you know, Yugoslavia. Right. I became the a political uh, an enemy yeah. of the state over yeah. there. <laughs> Thank goodness I'm no longer there. Um, I did have, we had like two au pairs when I was a kid, you know, um, which sounds fancier than it was. They were they were you know students who would come over and um, we would pay for their like lodging while they were studying in the summer. And there was a French girl who was first, and she was like couldn't have been any nicer. And then there was this German girl. You made me think of it when you talked about the Austrian accents, and she was like a disaster. And my dad's like pretty tight with money, and she kept calling long distance, and Ooh. he checks. Ev- I mean, he checks everything, so he would be like. You were on the phone for 87 minutes. You know, what on earth? Do not do that again. So he was already pretty frustrated. And for some of our 
younger listeners, if, right. if we do have younger listeners, um, long distance calling used to be, I don't think it is as much, incredibly expensive. Yeah. Minute no, by was minute a, was incredibly expensive. And as a kid, regardless of how expensive it actually was, I was made to believe that it was insanely expensive. Uh-huh. I was terrified of making a long distance call or even receiving yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but so this this German au pair uh, was already in my dad's bad graces. And then we went down to Sea Island, Georgia, where we would go to the to the beach in the summer. And uh, she smoked, and I was sitting. <laughs> I was sitting in no the pair beach house. Smokes. This yep. is this is a different time. Yeah, it's a different time. <laughs> I'm sitting in in the beach house that we're renting, and I am 14 years old, and it's midnight, and we're watching like the Braves game. The Braves game is wrapping up, and she's like, "I want cigarettes." And she hands me, uh, like, remember they used to have cigarette machines. Mm-hmm. This is how long ago this was. She hands me like three dollars, and yep. the cigarettes are two fifty. And she's like, "If you go buy me cigarettes, then I'll let you have the fifty cents for tomorrow. You can play video games down at the gazebo." And I'm like, "Great, love it." So I bike down to like you know the uh, convenience store, which is like four miles away. Pay, go <laughs> find a cigarette machine, pay for it, come back. And by the time I get back there, I walk in and um, my dad is like, what are you doing? And I have like cigarettes in my hand. <laughs> and my dad, my dad, like I had a good level of trust with my dad because he there is he, he there was no world in which he thought I was smoking cigarettes. So he's just like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, uh, you know, and it was immediately apparent to me that I, I like shouldn't, you know, sell her out. So I was like, uh I'm sorry. I just, you know, some of my friends are smoking and he was like, "Rush, what are you doing?" <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, Andrea sent me to go get it and she was she was home the next day. Oh yeah. Sent home and then sent flying. Sent home to Germany. Oh yeah, because like wow. she didn't have uh, other other lodging and and he was just like you, you know, that was a that's high price way, tag, you know? o- way over the line. They made it cents, but that was a much higher price tag on those cigarettes than, yeah, than she was ready for. Well, can you imagine you're sending a 14 year old no. like at midnight? Uh, I mean, she, you know, the problem was I might have been like 12 or 13. Who knows what Germany's like, though, man? It could be like the Wild West over there, yeah, you know, like Ger- no one's ever been to Germany. We don't know what it's <laughs> like. Yeah. Uh, should we go back to the top? Yeah. All right. Good. So here's the situation, Rush. You wake up to find yourself in a foreign desert in a prison cell in the 1920s. Oh, uh-oh. A fellow walks up to the bars and says, Mr. Howell, I'm afraid you've been sentenced to death by firing squad. I didn't commit the armed robbery, of TJ. Of course you I did. Promise. Uh, promise. Your friend turned on you and said <laughs> you were definitely guilty. Yeah. Was, but we're not savages, so we were going to allow you to customize the execution within reason. Okay. With that said, I have some questions for you, Mr. Howell. Okay. 1920s, I'm going to get executed. Yes. By firing squad. Ugh. Rush, how many shooters would you like? Hmm. Uh, 50. I was thinking that, too. More, yeah, I, more, the, more the merrier, right? I, I don't want to, like, go down and not yeah. have it be final. Rush, would you like a blindfold? Oh, yeah. Yes. Would you like a countdown? Hmm. That's a tough one. Who? Uh... I'm going to say that I do want a countdown. Okay. As I, as I was thinking about this, I was like, no, man, I don't I, like, I'd prefer you say like, Mr. Howell, we're going bang. Yeah. <laughs> like, the less, the less, um, 
No, I was thinking that drama. Too, that was going like, to be my gut reaction, but then I was kind of like, and I can't stop thinking about you don't know, uh, you can't do that on television and they're terrible firing squad bits. But I, then I was like, you know what, Rush, like, tough it out, get a little bit of time and like try to put like a good thought or good memory in in those last seconds so that, you know, you, you can kind of. I don't know, get to some level of... P- I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I wouldn't want it, but I, I kind of think I... I I'm, I'm thinking about, like, you know, if you're going to shove a needle into my arm, which I don't love, um, I probably would rather know when it's coming than have you just jam it in there. Okay. Then maybe in that same vein, I'll, I'll skip down and say day or night. Well, night. I just want a few more hours alive. Okay. And, and, and you wouldn't mind having more time in that day knowing that you were going to get killed later yeah probably okay uh would you like a cigarette no, i know you're not a smoker no, but i never smoked a cigarette all right you sure you don't want to get one in before well, i probably uh, had five cigarettes in my life and i don't care for them you don't want one more before they i mean you're gonna die anyway you're not gonna get nothing bad's gonna happen to you i don't like smoking cigarettes if you want to give me a cheesesteak Maybe I'll eat it while I'm getting shot. Well, perhaps you can add that at the end. Um, <laughs> would you like any music playing? Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what? Um, I'd have to think about it uh, in, in much more detail, but I would want something uh, probably uplifting. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd like some music. Baby Shark on. or something like that? Yeah, or? not Baby Shark. Okay. Uh, and, Mr. Howell, any other requests within within reason that have to do with the execution itself? I would like you then to kill all of the people that executed me because this is bullshit and I didn't do whatever it is that you said that I'm in here for. Then you may as well get like 15,000 shooters. You can really, you can really. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's probably about 50, 50 okay. folks that really, uh, really hosed me on this one. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd like, uh, I'd like a, a notepad and I would like you to mail letters, as many letters as I can write between now and then. I'm going to get as many letters out to my friends in the 1920s and that's not that easy in the 1920s to uh to get the postage out so if they would do that for me i'd appreciate it um you know i'd like them to uh i'd like the fir- i'd like the uh i don't know the five closest to me shooters to aim for the head okay i'd like it to end mm-hmm. you know as quickly as possible um yeah i don't know those those are that's what comes to mind <laughs> And, and with that said, Rush, we put a bullet in myth, doubt, and fire. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, we have some thank yous. Nate DeFort produces for us. Julie Nichols did the music. Emily Cardamus did our artwork. If you'd like to get in touch with us, then um, please feel free to get us at uh, here's the situation podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And I should say that uh, if we get to 250 five-star reviews... Uh, TJ and I will release a separate episode, not not in the normal course, but we'll give a bonus episode in which uh, we will solely answer questions that come in from readers. Again, we already have more than we, we than we can get onto the air, which is great. We read all of them. Uh, we really appreciate them, and we'll we'll do uh, an episode with you know eight to twelve of them if we get uh, up to that. And we're knocking around the idea of trying to incorporate perhaps a listener in some way shape or form for that we'll if we can figure out that technically we'll we'll do that absolutely am i forgetting anything rush that's it thank oh. you all right that's it thanks guys talk to you next time